Robert. This is your husband. Yes. And uh, you guys created this together. Mm -hmm. um, tell us a little bit about the history, your history with distilling, and you mentioned his family and, and if you could talk about that. Sure. I mean, Robert grew up distilling on his grandparents' farm. They have a winery and a distillery, and it was sort of for him, it was chores. I mean, <laughs> this is, you know, <laughs> brain, mash another bit of the grain. Um, he never thought he would do this, you know, for his life. Uh, he went off and got a PhD, but when we decided we wanted a lifestyle change and neither of us wanted our academic type careers and we wanted to spend more time together and with our kids, it sort of became very obvious that it's, it would be a good idea to do something we knew how to do. And since he knew how to do this very well and there hadn't been a distillery in Chicago, at least legal one, for some time, we felt Chicago was just aching for a distillery. It was. Yeah. And yeah. I think the community has gotten a lot better since you've been here. And <laughs> honestly, because uh, you guys have like taken it by storm. Uh, all of your products are, are awesome and mm -hmm. everywhere. Now, we are uh, in front of the uh, why is the word escaping me right now is what it is Hot so, yes thank you it is so beautiful um, thank you and you uh, you is it your husband who was who was instrumental in the in the creation of this yeah or? Robert also works with Kota uh, which is one of the largest manufacturers of pot stills in the world and in our opinion really the best and what Robert does is we act as sort of a test lab for a lot of distillation equipment and when we find that something could be engineered better or that it would be you know, ideal if the deflagmator was able to do this or if, the, um, you know, if we had one of the, the, the discharge over here or we had a plate that was able to function in a different way, then we work with the manufacturer in Germany to their next edition of the equipment to have these changes. And Robert's done this a great deal because a lot of the manufacturers of pot stills, they're coppersmiths and they understand, they're engineers too. I mean, they understand the principle, but they're not actually distilling every day. So they're not getting down and opening a discharge in one place and thinking, gee, it would be better maybe if we had it somewhere else or if we had two or, you know, so, we work on we work on it and this still is based in part on a brandy still in germany with one of the that was made for one of the best brandy manufacturers in germany and that's why it has the elongated whiskey helmet uh, because the more copper surface surface the better i feel like oh, i got an whiskey elongated whiskey helmet exactly so and uh but we we tweaked it a bit and uh this was made from scratch for us. It looks like oh. a steampunk time machine. It younger brother that got bigger, you know, to yeah. the still. Um, when we first moved into this location, we thought, this is so big. We're never going to fill this out. And then about a year later, we're like, oh my gosh, this is so small. We felt like Alice in Wonderland, you know, drink me. And then all of a sudden, everything was like really tiny. So we um, needed another location. So it's just a bit off the street. So how many things are you currently 
brewing. What's the word? Distilling. Distilling right yes. now. Uh, like at any one time. At any one time. Every day we're doing something. So right now we're making rye over at the other distillery. So it's coming out as we speak. Yeah, <laughs> we were making gin here last night. So, you know, we're, we're working a little bit. That sounds so, like, old school. We were making gin here last night. <laughs> 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 exactly. <laughs> Dipping it right out of the bathtub. No, not, but... It's so funny how many people asked us uh, in the very beginning where we made our products. Like, almost like, do you actually have a factory? Or it's like coming from your bathtub, you know? Like, bathtub, of course, you know. Naturally, it's sterile. You know, yeah, of course. (laughs) So how frequently do you release new products? You know, it used to be very frequent, and then we decided that that was now sort of a bad idea because we really need to focus on making a lot of certain products just for the, to meet the demand. So now we're doing, uh, you know, it, it less frequently. Before, I would go to the farmer's market and kind of get googly eyes and be like, we're going to make a liqueur out of this and this and this, and then work at the farmers, and then we'd come out with like three crazy liqueurs, and everyone would be like, no, don't let her go to the farmer's market. <laughs> Hold her back. Um, <laughs> And then I would sort of conspire with Oriana of Oriana's Oriental Orchard and bring back something else and be like, oh, come on, guys, please, we'll do just one European green walnut liqueur, please. Um, <laughs> but now, now that's sort of been put on hold. We do seasonal, so we do brandy every year, sort of around the fall, and we'll probably do that again. And I may, it depends, be able to convince them after one farmer's market visit to do something else, but something, something in there. Whoops, I dropped these. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's just there's a lot that goes into releasing a product, like so much compliance and so many forms that need to be filled out that, that it becomes really cumbersome. And also we need to now make tons of bourbon. Mm. Right. Right. It's not perfect. Which is a good problem to have. It really is. It really is. So so the retail space that's here uh, at 51? 21 North Ravenswood. Is uh, open to the public? Yes. And then you do, uh, you also do distillery tours here. Do you do them at your other space as well, or is it just here? The other, due to licensing, we're only allowed to do them at one facility, so we do them here because this is where we always did them. The other space is a little bit uh, more just production focused, so we've got people constantly like just working all the time there. It might be difficult to bring in like 30 people and be like, hey. <laughs> so here we can sort of time it, we can make our gin at night, you know, and then yeah. um, organize tours. Under cover of darkness. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it makes the gin taste better. Right, I think so. You know. <laughs> Absolutely. So, um, so, so that's how we sort of organize it. But it, it may eventually change. We'll see. Maybe we'll move everything to one large location in the next few years. We'll see. Do you have anything new coming up or anything uh, that you guys are planning on in terms of liqueurs or anything? Any gin. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited about the gin. So when is that going to be able to be purchased? We'll see. Um, it's, it will be available for purchase probably either in the fall or in the winter. So we just want to make sure that we launch it properly with all the materials, and it means building, you know, the website presence and the this and that. There's a lot that's going to go into it, but we're really excited. That might be the only thing that I'm looking forward to about winter. <laughs> <laughs> 